0: What's going on, guys, and welcome to the first episode of Plus Club for 2022. More specifically, January, in which we played Dirt 5, Deep Rock Galactic, and Persona 5 Strikers. My name's Seth, and joining me today, of course, is Chevy in the box. He's sitting in the box today. Chevy, how you doing?
1: Good, good. Um, you know, got to do all this filming, and then I have to do some uh, raid prep, and then raid later tonight. So it'll yeah. a long day for me.
0: all right good to hear sarah how you doing this is sarah welcome sarah
2: hi i'm good
0: awesome and uh yeah we got some possibly icarus rainbow six extraction or deep rock galactic to play later yes so that'll be fun
2: World, world war z
0: or world war z we could play that as well um yeah so we're gonna be talking about the games we played throughout january but before we do that we got the games for february announced already and those games are ufc 4 planet coaster console edition and tiny tina's assault on dragon's keep uh chevy what are you thinking about those games
1: uh i think they're very varied (laughs) that was a terrible (laughs) sentence yeah i hate saying Uh, (laughs) (laughs) they're quite varied there we go Uh, Mm um Which I think is a good thing. Um, it'll be nice to try out all three of those games. I would have never bought any of them. So, yeah,
0: that's uh, the most exciting thing for I me about this one the, month.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest perks we, we, we've brought up a couple times for Place to Plus, so though. This is usually a good opportunity to try things that um, probably would not have spent money on. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. Um, I'm always most excited. I know some people are like waiting for like the big bangers, the AAA games to get on PlayStation Plus, and we get those sometimes, but I get more excited about the games that I'm not going to buy because. For the purpose of the channel, mostly, but also my curiosity, I get to try games that I didn't go out of my way to go buy at full price. Um, so I am excited about these because uh, even though I do like the UFC games that I've played in the past, I have not been playing them recently. I didn't even know they're making them still. So uh, to play UFC 4 will be interesting. Um, I used to uh, really enjoy them. So um, this will be uh, cool to um, visit. Uh, Planet Coaster, i played games like it. I, think, I actually think I have played Planet Coaster. I think I have it. Um, but console edition, um, I honestly am the most curious about this uh, to see how it plays on console, if it works well, and um, how much time I'll be spending on that. And then Tiny Assault on Dragon's Keep, um, I don't remember if I've played that or not, uh, so I guess I'll find out. And uh, it's going to be Borderlands, so it'll be fun enough. It'll be cool to play with uh, other people and uh, you know, spend a day playing that, although, you know, I am still burnt out on Borderlands since Borderlands 2, even though I did complete Borderlands 3. I didn't go back to it. So, um, yeah, I'll give it an honest shot, but uh, we'll see how much uh, time it takes from me. Sarah.
2: Um, I'm actually excited to play mm-hmm. UFC 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess grew up playing a lot of, like, wrestling games because I was really into wrestling as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and more recently, you don't really play games like that anymore, so I'm kind of excited to try it um, out. I haven't played a UFC game since UFC 2, and I played that pretty briefly. Um, so that'll be cool. Uh, Planet, Coaster, whatever, Tycoon. Um. <laughs> That's the name, dude. That's the name <laughs> yeah. of the game. Um, I guess I'm excited to try it out. Mostly, I think I probably won't like playing it with a controller, but... You know, we'll see. And then Tiny Tina, I forgot that game even existed. I've never played it, so.
0: So you're really excited to play it. No. Ah. Um. <laughs> yeah, Planet Coaster, its console experience will make or break it for me.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh Can you get it to run and and play well on console? If you can, you get you get extra points. If you can't, maybe you shouldn't have done it. Um, that's a big factor of what I'm going to be thinking about when i play this yeah,
2: not everything has to be available on every like port you know
0: yeah but, but if you can make it work then great because then people who uh you know don't have access to pc gaming um get that option which i'm definitely a fan of so we you gonna say something i short?
1: think uh i was gonna say i think they we played played cities before on yeah console, cities XL and uh it played fine yeah. so i could i could as long as they You know put it in a somewhat similar format i imagine it would work fine
0: we also played tropico six or five
1: on console i remember playing that game
0: yeah me neither but i remember talking about how it wasn't that great in in like the console experience but uh Mm. but i do do remember cities xl was um not my preferred way of playing but uh it was playable they put some work into the console experience so hopefully i mean this is it's in the name console edition so hopefully they you know really reworked it to make it good on there
2: i think it's all about how much effort they put into how it plays on a controller because it'd be really easy to just kind of plug and go and then it's kind of not an intuitive experience but
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know this is one of those games that we're going to talk about the console or the control experience, control experience and fucking uh, somebody on Reddit is going to be like, you can plug your mouse and keyboard in. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I never check. It's a console. I don't, I don't do that on there. Um, but yeah, uh, unless you guys have anything else to say on those games. We good? All right. Well let us know in the comments what do you guys think about UFC for Planet Coaster Console Edition and Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep? Are you excited? Not excited? Which one is the most exciting, or do you hate this month and you're like, God damn it, PlayStation Plus? You you never give me the games I want. Where's fucking Uncharted and God of War? And well, they're on the PlayStation collection, so get that and you will be able to play those. Um yeah so uh we got games to talk about dirt 5 deep rock galactic and persona 5 strikers i feel like we should probably talk about dirt 5 first if you didn't get a chance to play dirt 5 it is a racing game it's the fifth of this racing game series in which you play uh you you race cars off road typically uh whether you're racing on ice racing on uh rocky areas uh dirt uh deserty areas um There's always challenges uh, with um, the environment and also the people you're racing against. Um, It has multiplayer. It has an interesting uh, thing where you uh, pick a race and after that it branches out like a bracket to other races and as you uh, complete those races, it goes to other choices of other races and you just keep going and keep going forever it seems. Uh, We all played it and uh, yeah, I'm curious about what Chevy thought of Dirt 5. Okay. Um or dirt thirty two as he calls it or whatever the fuck.
1: Thirty-five, yeah, because I kept calling it dirt three. Um yeah, I mean, so my expectations were pretty much met with this game. Um I didn't have like um, you know, crazy out out you know, out of this world expectations where I expected it to be, you know, uh exactly what I got out of it, which was um a decent playing you know, game where you drive on different types of, uh, i set environments, but terrain uh, uh, road types, essentially yeah, terrain. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and I think it actually controls really well. I was really surprised. Um, I shouldn't be surprised. It's the fifth one. They've been doing it in a while, but we have played racing games in the past where they just didn't really care. It was more of shotgunning them out to try to make a buck. And I don't feel like this is the case, uh, here. I do think they, they care about, um, what they're making. And, and so I thought it looked good. I thought it played good. Uh, I like the, the mission structure where you get to kind of choose where you want to go and X amount of points equals being able to go on to higher difficulties and brackets or whatever. Uh, car customization was, was pretty fun. I, I made a very ridiculous looking vehicle that, um, it was like four different colors and very neon, but, uh, with how dirty your car gets, I wanted it to still be visible. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't. It's hard for me to have a lot to say about it because it's pretty cut and dry what it is. Um, you know, I, I I think it had all the features it needed to have. I had fun with my experience with it. Um, I'm not in love with it, but I'm not in love with any racing game, so that's not its fault. Not Gran Turismo, um, dude. <laughs> I like Gran Turismo, but I I'm not love like in love Gran with Turismo. it. I, I will pretty much play any, almost any other type of game over a racing game, and that's not. negative towards racing games as much as just my my interests lie in other fields more so Mm -hmm. um but i did enjoy myself i would i would play it again if the the reason was there to play it so
0: yeah uh pretty much stuff you said i didn't dabble in the customization myself which um i don't really do in racing games anymore because a lot of times i know i'm not going to be around for a long time with this game so i don't want to invest that time maybe in gran turismo i'll uh put some time into that, but yeah, typically I, I play racing game for a little bit and then I hop to the next thing. So, um, yeah, uh, I bought dirt five, uh, when it came out because when we got our PS fives, uh, I needed a PS five game to play. Uh, I bought a bunch of them, but that was one of them. So, um, I, am pretty sure returning to this one and, uh, yeah, just, just, Basically, I mean, dirt five, I think is a really solid arcade racer. Um, It knows exactly what it's doing. It knows exactly what you expect from it and it does those things just fine the game is good looking it's not amazing looking but it is a vibrant good looking smooth racing game um i am impressed with the um the dirt physics uh as you drive on a dry road long uh you will start getting light dusting on your uh car and by the end of the race you will be completely caked with dry uh dirt all over your car and wheels and all that shit um and if you're racing in mud, it's cool to watch the mud kind of like fling onto the side of your vehicle as you're racing through like a rainy area. And then eventually your car is just completely covered in mud. Um, it's a really cool effect, um, that in a game like this, I think really adds to the, um, the carnage, I guess, of the races, um, that are, you know, crazy cause you're driving all over these wild, um, uh, environments. Um, the racing is very arcadey, uh, coming from like, I played this and I played Forza Horizon five and then I came back to this and Forza Horizon five feels like a sim racer compared to this. And that game's arcadey as fuck. Um, this is a very arcade racer, uh, which is very interesting because Codemasters uh, has been known to make some very sim uh, racers before. Um, but I like that. There's room for all that shit. You know, if I want to play a sim racer, I'll play a sim racer. If I want to play an arcade racer, I'll play an arcade racer. And this one's really cool and offers something that the other ones don't in that uh, you have all these races that are designed around um, the race race. Uh, being challenging based off of your uh, opponents, but also the environment. Uh, when you're racing on ice, you're sliding all over the fucking place. Everybody else is too. So it's just chaos and and, and crazy. Uh, there's uphill, uh, races where you're by yourself, where you just have to go up these huge rocky, uh, uh, routes that are like really hard to go over. You flip in your car and shit. Um, those are a lot of fun. Um, just cause of the challenge of getting up the terrain. Um, and then, uh, you know, racing and, you know, flying off jumps, stuff like that in like more deserty uh, situations, mud where you're sliding around. Um, it does that in a way that other games don't, uh, other games, uh, offer you that visually, but they don't have the races designed to be like that. And that game, this game has that, which I really enjoy. Um, it's also kind of mindless in the sense that you can just hop in, play it, have fun, and then bail. You don't have to invest a lot of yourself into it. Um, and sometimes there's room for games like that. Um, yeah, like I said, a vibrant game, very clean looking, great, uh, frames per second on PS five. Um, racing that's fun and varied i do also like the race structure i think it's neat that uh use unlock races as you go and if you there's another race you want to do up there you can do this race to get to that race and it has this like uh free-flowing system that feels like you can just keep playing and playing and playing as long as you want um which is essentially what i did um and yeah i mean overall i think dirt 5 is a very solid arcade racer it's probably one of the best ones i've played honestly um I always think back to the crew too and how that could have been a great arcade racer. And it was awful in my opinion. Um, and so I really appreciate games like Forza horizon five dirt five and uh, other arcade racers. I can't think of, um, but yeah, really, really solid game. Great across the board. Um, and it knows exactly what it's trying to be. Sarah.
2: Um, yeah, you know, uh, I thought it was, I thought Five was really fun once you get past like the, 12 agreements and the extra layer of signing in to some other thing they have to do. Um, I really enjoyed the game. I really like, uh, like the off road kind of dirt racing feel. Um, I think that the controller feedback on the dual sense was probably my favorite thing about the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wanted to keep racing because it like felt so good. Like you're racing on dirt and you really feel it. And, you know, kind of adding that like environmental effect to it makes it more interesting. Um, I thought the, there's like a driving aids and you can like adjust how much it's assisting you, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting because there was a lot of options, like a lot of things you could change um, to kind of like modify the difficulty of the game, which I thought was cool. Um, You know, just like other Dirt games, I feel like the customization of the cars was cool. Um, I played around a little bit with the custom maps, actually, Mm -hmm. um, that people have made. And that was really interesting. Um, Yeah, it adds adds another layer. Like, I mean, I didn't try making anything, Mm -hmm. but playing some of the things, you know, the ridiculous things people have come up with. Um, where there's like a very specific way you have to do the race, uh, to finish it. Um, that was kind of fun.
0: Yeah. I don't think I dabbled in that.
2: Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think just a solid, fun racing game. Um, again, with the kind of like off roady feel to it. Um, like when we were playing Forza Horizon five, um, those were like my favorite races is the ones that we were like you know kind of off-roading um, yeah, just bombing so, down dirt
0: roads and shit yeah so yeah. it's kind of
2: cool to play kind of a game where that was the focus of mm-hmm. it um yeah i don't know i i don't feel strongly generally about racing games but i really liked this one
0: yeah one thing you said that uh that I wanted to kind of add to. I was thinking about this. Um, so when I first got, and I actually uh, have a video on the channel if you're if you're curious about this at all. Uh, the first time I used the Dual Sense, it like blew my mind. I was like, holy shit! And uh, that's kind of faded over time. Because you kind of get used to it. But at the same time, I don't know if I actually have gotten used to it or not because a lot of games kind of half-ass it. They kind of do like more traditional uh, vibration in the controller um, that you're just used to because they don't want to fuck with it. And I can respect that. Like you're just like, ah, eh, we just made the game. Like we're not going to do the whole Dual Sense thing. And some people kind of play it a little bit but they, that, that's the worst I'd rather you go all in or not program it at all because uh, the half-assed ones are like kind of boring but then I've been playing Returnal lately and um, this isn't taste cast, but uh, it's, I've been playing that lately and uh, the vibrations are like fucking amazing they're so cool feeling I'm like oh yeah that's what this controller does Oh yeah. And then like, you know, Ratchet and Clank has really cool vibration and then Astro, uh, the whole Astro bot thing, uh, that had a really good showcase. It's what it's meant to do of what the controller can do. And then dirt five also, uh, actually was, has those different vibrations of almost feels like rocks are kicking up on your car. You get little light, little pings of vibration, and then heavier ones every once in a while, like a bigger rock hit your car or something like that. Like you feel like you're driving on gravel and, um, just made me think of that when you brought up the uh the dual sense experience with uh, dirt five,
2: yeah, the trigger feedback, especially I thought was really good. Mm. It's very reminiscent of like I feel like how your foot feels like on the pedal when you're actually driving in that kind of environment. like if you slam the gas and you're like in mud, you're gonna not get very far. Mm-hmm. and it kind of feels the same way when you're playing dirt on the dual sense so.
0: I believe they're doing something similar to that with uh, Gran Turismo as well. They yeah. said they're going to like if your like like brakes lock up and shit you're going to feel it in the controller.
2: Yeah, so I, I really appreciated that touch because I I mean I agree with you. I think the DualSense isn't always used to its like full capacity and I mm-hmm. and I so I really appreciate really anything that games do with it, but especially when they put that much effort into it.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Anything else? All right, well, uh, let's start with you then, and uh, have you grade Dirt 5? Or no, mm. no recommendations first, recommendations. Mm. Right, Chevy? I'm not used to this when you're not in the room. Let's jump <laughs> into recommendations <laughs> first. All right, so um, who would you recommend this game to?
2: Um, <clears throat> I would recommend it to people who all maybe just got a PS5 and wanna try out the DualSense controller, because mm-hmm. I think it's a good showcase. I would recommend it to people who like arcade racing games. Um, I, w- I guess I would recommend it to people who like any racing game because I think it's just well done if you can appreciate a racing game. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want to go to a car show and there's not one around you, you could play this game and kind of get that vibe. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much it. I don't think there's a, a ton here for people it's who don't like game, racing so, games. Yeah, yeah so...
0: Uh, more specifically for me, I mean, I agree with th- everything you said. I think the dual sense thing is a good, um, recommendation as well, just because yeah, maybe somebody doesn't know that they'll have more of a dual sense experience with this game. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody who's looking for an off-road racer more specifically. Like if you're looking for like a high quality aaa made, uh, off-road racer, this is the one for sure. Also, I mean, check out Forza Horizon 5. It has races like that, but this game is designed for that. So if you want that, uh, gritty, visceral, racing, uh, through off-road environments game. That's what this is, but it's also, you know, lenient because it's an arcade racer. So you're just going to have fun and, uh, definitely check that out. Also, if you like to customize things in racing games, uh, this game offers that. So check that out. It also has multiplayer. So check that out for that reason. Um, but yeah, I think because it is a racing game and most specifically, uh, being, um, an off-road racer, if that sounds like something you want to play, this is the one to play in my opinion. Um, outside of that you know if you're not into racing games this isn't going to change your mind so um i you know i wouldn't recommend it to you chevy have anything to add to that
1: no not really uh it's pretty cut and dry game so
0: yeah all right now we'll get into grades I'll grade first since uh, I just threw that at you real quick uh I'm gonna go with a really 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 strong B plus I think it's a really solid game I think it doesn't really have any negatives to it um, the only reason I'm not going into the a uh, territory is because I don't love the game but I think it's really good I think it's a lot of fun it does exactly what you want to do it's a solid game um, it just doesn't do anything to kind of like reinvent the wheel which it doesn't have to it it it's okay with doing what it does and does it very well so very strong, <laughs> almost bordering bordering um, a uh, B plus. Uh, really good game, uh, Sarah.
2: I would also give it a B plus because um, I think it is really solid. I think I think if you're like familiar with the Dirt Five, like the Dirt concept, like it's exactly what you're gonna be expecting. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think it's doing anything like. Crazy new or exciting, besides maybe the dual sense features, but not everybody's going to get to experience that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chevy. I mean, I pretty much agree with you guys across the board on that one. I think it's a, I think it's a B plus game. Um, it needs a little more to like push it into the A bracket. Uh, but yeah, I, I had zero complaints playing it. It was a fun time. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it just needs, like, one thing where you're like, holy shit, I'm really not getting this from other games to really push into the A yeah. category, but, um, you know, the, the effects on your vehicle are really neat looking, but it's not enough, but it's pretty cool, so... All right, uh, B pluses across the board. We all seem to have liked it quite a bit. Let us know in the comments, what did you think of Dirt 5? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you not play it? If you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? And uh, what do you think of the Dual uh experience in the game? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Second game we played this month was Deep Rock Galactic. If you didn't get a chance to play that or if you haven't heard me talk about it ad nauseum on the channel, it is a up to four <laughs> player cooperative game where you play as Dwarves space dwarves, space miners uh, who get launched into um, randomly generated maps uh, to mine resources and do different game modes to bring those resources back and be able to spend those on weapons, weapon upgrades, cosmetics, and uh, modifications for your weapons. They recently added a uh, season past system you don't have to buy into it's just there in which as you play you level up in this season and unlock not only um just straight up stuff you're gonna unlock as you go but also there is a tree now where you get to choose to spend a currency you get as you level on the things that you want and yeah it is a uh, first person shooter and uh you do a lot of shooting you do a lot of mining and uh yeah it's uh you, you just play it um we all played it and uh me and Chevy have talked about this quite a bit already um so i'm gonna kind of be brief with my opinions but chevy do you want to let us know what you thought of deep rock galactic on ps5 in january
1: sure um so like you said we've talked about this i think twice now on the channel um of in like an official capacity mm-hmm. um and uh i mean honestly My feelings haven't changed a whole lot on it. Um, I am going to say that the PS... uh, I played on PS5. I think the the option was to download the PS4 or 5 version, so I assume they're the same. Uh, But playing it on console, it played good. The controls were intuitive. um, So I have no complaints on the console version of this game. I think it plays just fine. It is a very viable way to play this game. Um, It was nice seeing... Um, how it transitioned graphically to PS5 looks really good, which, you know, I kind of expect, but people can do, lose, can do lazy ports easy enough as well. Mm. So I, I do want to point it out that it does look good as well. Um, and yeah, um, outside of that, I, I'm i not the largest fan of this game. Um, I That is not a knock towards the game. That is just a personal preference. Um, So my experience I kept it pretty short having done this twice now this third three times now I should say Um, But it was Exactly what I expected to be and I had zero issues playing the game this month. So um, You know overall it was it was fine. So I don't really the uh, the gyro aiming No, no, okay, Uh, I know I that I say generally with the gimmicky stuff, I, I don't even think about it. So.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything else? No. All right. I'll jump in next. Uh, I'll try not to talk about this too much because like Chevy said, and like I've said now twice, uh, we we've talked about this game. It's no secret that I'm a big fan of deep rock galactic. Um, like a huge fan uh, every time we've talked about it, my grade just gets higher and higher and it might get higher here. Um, but this is more so my view of it on PS5. That's where I played it as well. Um, so just to get a, you know, out there, I, I love Deep Rock Galactic. I think it's a fantastic game. It's bordering basically for me almost as a perfect game. I love it to death. It's a great game. On PS5, I am very happy to say that it looks fantastic. It's it, it looks just like on PC, but on a big screen. I'm playing on my TV in 4K, and I'm like, this is a great-looking game. Um, it plays really good on a controller uh, for what y- you can do with the controller. Um, I do prefer to play it on mouse and keyboard. That's where I normally play it, um, and so preference wise it wasn't what i wanted but it does translate on controller really well i think the control scheme they have is really good um and so uh as much as i didn't really struggle with it because it all works really well it also uh was kind of weird because i'm i've played this game so much on mouse and keyboard that i'm just like locked into that's how you play it and so every once in a while i had to stop and go wait how do i call molly like what am i doing here um A lot of people are playing, which is great to see. This is a game that I'd love to see more and more people play. I want the community to grow. I want this game to thrive. So uh, releasing it on uh, PS Plus, I think not only was great to uh, give people access to this game, but also uh, will help um, uh, the developers make it um in which i want all the success in the world for them um because i'm a big fan uh yeah did a couple missions i didn't want to put too much time into this version because uh because they have introduced the season which i'll talk about uh because that's brand new pretty much um because they did introduce the season i felt like i was putting time and effort into a season i'm not going to benefit from uh because there is no cross progression which would be fucking amazing uh if you want to do that uh cross play as well that'd be fucking great um but because there is no cross-progression, I felt like I could be putting that time on PC if I'm going to be playing Deep Rock Galactic. Um, and so I did a couple missions just to get a feel for the game, be able to talk about how it looks great, how it's ported really well, no issues, works good on on controller. Um, having uh, the dude talk to you through the speaker I think is a nice touch, um, but I didn't want to play it too much. Uh, there's nothing really new under the sun in the experience here um, outside of the season. So um, yeah, it's all it's all great. It's all... Nothing is hindering me from enjoying it here outside of the controller. Um, And yeah, the gyro aiming is really interesting. If you don't know what that is, uh, it's the first time I've experienced it with a game. Uh, You aim like a traditional first-person shooter. You're using left stick to move around, right stick to look around. But your controller, if you tilt it, uh, the front of it upwards, downwards, right, or left, it will actually give you just a little bit of movement on your uh, reticle. And so you can't fully free aim with that, but you can get a little bit of movement with it. And so um, at first it's kind of weird, but once you get used to it, I was fine tuning my aiming every once in a while and more uh, effectively, in my opinion, mining better uh in this game you are uh you know finding mining nodes and hitting it and breaking it up and sometimes there'll be smaller chunks you're trying to hit and with a uh analog stick it's completely doable especially if you're utilizing strafing and stuff like that like any shooter really but um, sometimes it's easy just to kind of move the controller to the right a little bit and you'll kind of look at it and fine-tune your aim a bit and it uh, benefits in that and so um I think it's really cool that they experimented with this. I think it works really well. It's not intrusive because you can't fully aim. So when you're running around shooting and not moving the control around, maybe if you move it a little bit, you're not going to really notice it in, in the middle of action. So they really did balance it really well. And uh, I, I like it, honestly. It's not something I'm like, oh, God, this is a game changer. But it's really neat, um, especially when I heard about uh, the Steam Deck, which is coming out soon. very excited. Um it's going to have that as well. When I heard about that, when they're talking about the experience of aiming while moving the steam deck to get a more like mouse style, um, experience, uh, I was like, that's intriguing. And so this is my first, uh, dabbling with something like that. And I think it works pretty well. Um, mostly for mining. Um, although one time I was trying to aim at a dude flying and then I still took the controller up a little bit and I was able to get the shot on him. So that was beneficial. Um, And then lastly, I just want to touch on, because this game's just great, it's fantastic, it's amazing play it. Um, That's my recommendation. Um, They've uh, recently introduced uh, Rival Incursion, which is their first season of Deep Rock Galactic. Um, And uh, it's just more stuff to unlock, which is fantastic if you are a fan of Deep Rock Galactic. Um, More cosmetics, more resources, uh, more skins for your guns, Um, in a way that just kind of uh, passively happens as you're playing and doing your assignments that you've already been doing to get rewards there. So it's just more rewards as you play the game. There's no pay-in fee, which is fucking huge of them. And they said when the season's over, there will be ways to get this stuff still um, afterwards. Um, it is an awesome, uh, addition to an already awesome game. And, uh, just as soon as I found out about it, I was like, Oh no, dude, like really you just added even more shit to do in the game. Um, so that is, uh, really cool. Um, and, uh, I love how they just keep supporting this game. And, uh, yeah, I, I can gush about this game. You guys know um, anybody watch the channel regularly? Uh, but uh, the PS5 experience is as good as I think you can get on a console. It just—it's a great port. It's really well done. Sarah,
2: um, <clears throat> yeah, I also love Deep Rock Galactic um, and have played quite a bit on PC. If you've watched any of the streams of it. You've probably seen me on there. Um, I thought the PlayStation Five version was very good, very solid experience. Um, the Dual Sense experience was pretty solid as well. Um, nothing like crazy exciting. Mission Control coming through. The speaker on the controller I thought was just like a really nice kind of um like immersion building feature.
0: Yeah, on the PS4 um, it used to be annoying, but well, the PS5 the speaker's so much better. So yeah. it's like it's not annoying anymore.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It just it feels really good. Um the gyro aiming, I thought uh like Chevy said, I, I thought that it was gonna feel gimmicky because it sounds gimmicky, but it just feels Kind of natural without also being that game changing like it's 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 a
0: light touch. It's just a little bit of seasoning Yeah, it it doesn't change things.
2: Yeah, so it it feels like a really natural addition to like what the controller can do Um, So just positive there Um, Yeah, I just I prefer to play this game on mouse and keyboard Um, and some of that may just be because of how much I've played it on mouse and keyboard. Cause the controller, the controls feel intuitive. Like it feels fine. Everything's fine on the controller. I just Mm -hmm. don't prefer it. Um, But I also generally don't prefer like any sort of uh, first person shooter on the controller either. So that probably doesn't help. Um, Just a, I guess I haven't gotten to talk about Deep Rock Galactic as much as you guys, but Mm -hmm. just like a really, good game, like there's a lot of character to the game, um, you know, it feels like a really unique experience when you're playing it, um, like something you're not gonna get in another game, which I like, uh, the maps are procedurally generated, it always feels fresh, it never feels like you're doing the same thing a hundred times again, even though you have done the same thing a hundred times over again, um, A lot of resource collecting, a lot of, like you said, with the Battle Pass, they've added a lot of cosmetics, and that's like on top of like already just like a massive amount of content Mm -hmm. that's in the game. Um, There have been adding new biomes and new game modes, so it's just like a well-supported game. I think the timing of it coming out on PS Plus is really good with the Battle Pass coming out um kind of around the same time also um they've started their i think announced their kickstarter for the deep rock galactic board game
0: which we got to get
2: yeah so again just like all around like really solid timing for them to release this game um you know the amount of positive feedback i'm seeing on twitter especially about it because i follow the game um
0: people are loving already
2: it. yeah like a lot of um people tweeting about it tweeting at them about how much they love the game so that's really exciting to see for them um yeah one of my favorite things about deep rock galactic is how solid the experience feels whether or not you're playing it with other people um so like when you're playing alone like solo you're playing with uh bosco your little drone dude and um like, it never feels like I can't do something if I'm playing, if I decide to want to play by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it, this game is still solid. It feels a little bit different when you're playing with Bosco, but um, just great.
0: It's not ideal, but it, but it is, everything about this game is very thoughtful. They they really yeah. thought about everything. And so the solo experience, uh, Bosco m- makes up for um, a lot of the, um, the, it makes up for a lot of the slack. Uh, for uh, not having people who are also helping mine and reach right. locations like that.
2: Right, yeah, like depending on what class you're playing. Um, you know, if, if you can't get the uh, resource node like on the ceiling or whatever, um, Bosco can, can get it for you. He shoots rockets. Like, you know, he kind of just like supplements you in the way that other players would. Um, so a, just a lot of times multiplayer games feel like you can't play them necessarily the same way if you're playing if you choose to play solo or if you are playing solo and I think that game this game really fills that gap well um yeah I don't know I love this game I feel like I could keep talking about um all the great things about it um I was really happy to see it on PlayStation Plus I'm happy that um, more people are playing it. I've The amount of times I've recommended it this month to people um, like has gone up. Like It's one of my favorite games. I would always recommend it, but mm-hmm. it, it's just a good opportunity for me to be like, hey, why don't you try this game out now because yeah, you time. can get it for free.
0: Yeah, it's like when Remnant from the Ashes was on PlayStation Plus. So I was like, I know a lot of people didn't play this, play it. You don't have to buy it, just play it now. Same thing with Deep Rock Galactic. I'm like, this game's fucking fantastic. It's just on PlayStation Plus. If you haven't played it, get it. Like
2: Yeah. Yeah. The classes are, are really good too. Like I feel like, you know, depending on what your playstyle is, you'll find something that you like. Um and then still customizable too. So um yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna cut myself off, because
0: it's a game, game. <laughs> that you and i could probably discuss about for a long time yeah. <laughs> um i've done it before i i could do it again i said i was going to be short on my opinion and i like, went a little longer than i wanted to but i think people get it um you guys got anything else you want to say let's jump into recommendations then um i will start uh, i'm going to give a loose recommendation that everybody should play this i am a bit of a fanboy the game though so i just like it so much i think people should at least check it out even if you feel like you don't really like fps's this is more um you do have to shoot but it's a little more casual feeling than if you were playing a game like call of Duty or something like that um it's more about uh cooperation and uh and mining and then you know um problem solving with challenges that present themselves randomly um Yeah, so that's my loose recommendation. Uh, A more specific recommendation, anybody who likes uh, cooperative games that actually are cooperative, uh, games that you will benefit from actually coordinating and working together um, that incentivizes uh, teamwork. This game does that, does it very well. Um, Anybody who likes uh, class-based games, um, this is that. Uh, anybody who enjoys the mining aspect of Minecraft, you will love this game. Um, there is a lot of uh, downtime where you're just collecting and looking for resources in uh, uh, procedurally generated mines. So it's it's always replayable. You're always in it. I've never been in the same place twice. It's not, it doesn't happen. Um, anybody who likes... Um, I don't really say want to say double fine. But anybody who likes like kind of like goofy, charming games, this is the best um you play as uh four uh dwarves who all have like their own voices and personalities um and uh there's a lot of uh funny dialogue that happens a lot of uh uh, dorky stuff you do you can drink all these different beers that do all these different visual um um, effects and some that actually give you buffs so if you like a game that you can just be like social and goofy in this game uh really really leans into it and in a really awesome way um feel you like games with uh with long progression like a forever game game you can just keep playing for a long time put a lot of fucking hours into uh level up things uh get perks uh get cosmetics change your pickaxes design just for the visual flair of it um you can really sink a lot of time into this. So if you need a game that you just want you and your friends to just fucking just grind and get into, this is one of those games that has an end game with its uh, deep dives. And, um, yeah, there's a lot to do here. Um, and, yeah, those are my my specific recommendations. But, again, I would recommend this to everybody. If you're thinking, should I try this? I've never played it. Yeah, check it <laughs> out. Especially if you got got uh, PlayStation Plus. Check it out. It's, it's one of my favorite multiplayer games of like all time. So, yeah. Uh, anybody got recommendations? They're yeah. Out there.
2: Uh, I kind of agree with you. I think this is a game I generally recommend to everybody, especially if they're um, looking for like a unique experience. I think if you're the kind of person who just plays lots of different kinds of games, um, then you'll probably find something that you do like about this game. Um, kind of, you were mentioning all the, like, little details that they've added. You know, there's even, like, dice in the drop ship mm-hmm. that you can just slap. Like, there's a, a bobblehead in the bar that you can slap. Like, there's a barrel-throwing game. Um, you can kick barrels around you know the bass and mission control yell at you like
0: there's a jukebox that has a bunch of random songs on it that there's a bunch of random dances you can do and there's also a little robot you can put like five fucking dollars into and it does little weird things when you put money into it yeah i don't know why you're putting money into it but it does cool things Mm -hmm. so if you have a lot of excess money you can just drop that shit in there
2: Yeah, you can like you said you can customize a pickaxe. You can also customize Bosco like you Mm -hmm. can customize everything You know, there's there's one mission type with another Robot or whatever that has a name and you can carry its head back at the end Like it's there's just a lot of like little features in this game that really Make it unique. Um, and so I think if you're the type of person who appreciates that um You'll probably find something again that you like about this game mm-hmm. um the classes are all cool well thought out and unique from each other but you know um they can all stand on their own as well so if you like class-based games i think you'll like it um yeah i think i'm gushing again so i yeah, think everybody should just do. play this game <laughs>
0: yeah should got any uh more specific ones that we missed
1: I mean, the only thing I was going to say in the first place is uh, cooperative games that have uh, systems in place for like, you know, syner- synergy uh, gameplay since, uh, you know, it really and I brought this up before, um, but obviously this could be some people's first episode. Some people are better at doing other things. So it really has a hard um, focus on being able to allow um, you to benefit from playing with people. Yeah. Um, which, So if you're into that kind of stuff, I think it's a, a good um Good fit. Uh, Another than that, like you kind of said, it's a forever game. So yeah. you know, if you're into that kind of stuff where you you like to have long-term goals to work for in the game, um, you know, outside of the game, just playing well, um, it has that for you. So
0: yeah. And, uh, as an example of, of the whole like synergy team synergy thing, um, one character can shoot platforms you can stand on and there's another character that has a uh, grappling hook. So, um, when you get down to a certain point of team play, uh, people are just shooting platforms underneath nodes that are a pie and a good scout will be looking for those and just flying up to them and getting those. So we don't have to spend a whole lot of time, um, operating a way to get up there. That's, uh, not as um straightforward so
2: i feel like it has a lot of the like the synergy that you get from like a hardcore like co-op game
0: it, it but, can be hard, but for. it
2: feels really casual and like accessible mm-hmm. so
0: yeah the, with the different difficulties in the end game you can decide how how uh challenging want this game to be but you will be rewarded last thing i want to recommend on this as well is if you like uh back for blood or left for dead type games vermintide um this isn't exactly the same but it is similar in the sense that it does have like an ai that's uh, sending waves after you, different type of enemy types, um, and so it has a similar vibe of going from point A to point B, but in this game mostly point A, point B, and back to point A um, in which you are working together to survive, but also find the resources. So if you like Left 4 Dead style games, uh, I would definitely recommend this to you. It has, you. You will feel that when you play. This it is similar. Anything else? Yeah. Alright, Sarah, great it.
2: I'm gonna give it an A plus. That's all I have to say, because I don't want to keep talking about it. I'll just like keep talking forever about it.
0: Um, yeah, uh, Chevy, what would you grade it?
1: Um, so in the past, I gave it a a C minus, um, I am going to go higher this time because the game has had time to develop more. It is now on all platforms instead of originally it was PC, Xbox only. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think those are pluses towards it. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a B minus. Um, there's nothing I have negative say about the game outside of my personal tastes. So, Mm -hmm. um,
0: yeah, you've been clear about yeah. that every time we've talked about it. That you you see the the potential, but it's just not. I mean, it's like if there's a puzzle game we're playing. I'm like, it's well made, but I don't
1: like puzzle games. So, <laughs> yeah, I have I have zero desire to play this game, but yeah. it is not a bad game. So,
0: yeah. Um, Every, every time we've uh, done these episodes, I want Deep Rock Galactic. I always give it a higher and higher grade. I think I'm just going to cap it out and be done with it. I'm going to give it an A+. plus. Uh, the game has become just a really great game. It gets better and better and better. And uh, you may be thinking like, hey, what, but what's your PS5 review? That is, uh, I think the port is just like the PC version, just with the controller. I don't prefer the controller, but I can play with the controller. And um, I, you know, a port that doesn't take away from the original uh, version... Uh, is fantastic. They did a great job porting this, which I'm happy to say. I would absolutely be devastated if it was a ship port. Um and yeah, so with that, the game is awesome. It's one of my forever games. It's definitely one of my if not my favorite cooperative uh games out there. Um and so I'm just going to say A+ just because the amount of content they keep adding to it, the gameplay, the the uh, the ability to be able to keep coming back to this game no matter what and always have a blast is uh something that i can't say for most games so it deserves to um be in my list of you know a pluses it's a fantastic game that i love so uh yeah i'll keep it there um anything else you guys want to say before we move on to the next game all right let us know in the comments what you guys think of deep rock galactic on ps5 did it come out on ps4 hopefully yes. hopefully you had a chance Pretty to sure. play it uh and uh yeah let us know your thoughts on it did you like it did you not like it is this your first time playing it um are you guys happy that we won't be talking about it again <laughs> uh, i'm sure i'll find a way to talk about it again i got i got fucking months where i get to pick the game of the month um <laughs> And yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Deep Rock Galactic uh, in the comments below. Last game we played was Persona 5 Strikers, which, surprising to me, is a direct sequel to Persona 5. Not Persona 5 Royale. I found that out. But Persona 5, it is a direct sequel to it uh, made by uh, Omega Force, who make the Dynasty Warrior games. And this sometimes is a Dynasty Warriors game where you continue the story percent of five uh it is a kind of um adventure social game kind of an rpg and also kind of a hack and slash uh Dynasty warriors game uh where you and a bunch of friends uh intercept uh what are they called castles or the fuck in people's minds you go into people's fucking know. do you do you know I can't I can't remember the terminology because I skipped a lot of the story in this on purpose. Um, I'm not going to go into the story. So yeah, anyway, it is a hack and slash adventure game. Um, uh, it's a sequel to Persona 5. And um, yeah, in certain areas, you will uh, fight multiple enemies at once, like Dynasty Warriors. But uh, very much like Persona 5, you're able to use your personas, which are essentially Pokemon, uh, as uh, abilities. Um, you're able to... Um, Uh, merge personas together to create new personas you're able to upgrade those personas and use them in battle while you're hack and slashing uh enemies it also has very basic stealth mechanics um in which you essentially look at an area hit a button and now you're hiding there and when you look at an enemy you can attack them from there um and has a bunch of little systems where if you stun enemies you can do like finishes on them and uh has boss battles um And continues the story of Persona 5. When you're not doing the combat, though, you're walking around uh, like a little Tokyo area, uh, talking to a lot of uh, characters and building story and relationships with them um, with some very chill music. Um, It's very relaxing. And, yeah, Uh, we all played it. uh, But quick caveat um sarah did not play persona five and chevy and i have played persona five but we did not finish persona five so we both refused to partake (laughs) in the story of this and skipped a lot of the cutscenes. so if it sounds like i don't know what i'm talking about storyline wise i really don't i just know homeboys back from college um and at that point i'm like i don't want to hear any more on this because i haven't (laughs) played the first game all the way through so i don't know what the fuck is happening here and i don't want to know um but we did play it so that being said um I almost said Chevy, but you started the first the first two uh, games. So, Sarah, what were your thoughts of Persona 5 Strikers in January?
2: Yeah. Um. So, like you said, I haven't played um, the previous game before. I honestly uh, didn't have any idea what I was getting into when I started this game. And I didn't know what the game was like at all. Um, I think I briefly thought it was like a fighting game at one point.
0: Yeah, me and Chevy thought that, too, um, before we played
2: But yeah, uh, getting into it, um, you know, they do an okay job of like telling the story. Like I didn't feel like there was anything I didn't understand, but it did kind of feel like I was watching like season five of an anime and I hadn't seen the first four seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, like you could tell something had happened before that they all did together. But this I never felt like confused necessarily about what was going on. Um, so yeah, it kind of feels like, um, it reminded me of Yakuza Like a Dragon, um, in the way that it plays. Like, you have, like, these dialogue cutscenes, um, that are, I mean, super tedious, like, I'll just say it. Like, it's super tedious, um, kind of over-explaining, like, simple concepts, which was frustrating, like they there was one part where they were just explaining what an AI was, and I was just kind of, yeah bored. Um, but yeah, and then sort of like linear exploration that you do, also kind of boring. And then you have combat and this like like dungeon experience, kind of. Um, but combat, I hated the combat, like, I think more than I hated anything else about this game. It feels so chaotic, but, like, not in, like, a rewarding way. Um, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Um, like I said, it feels like Yakuza, but it's kind of feels like it's taking itself more seriously. Um, you know, it's like these college kids or some of them are are in high school or Mm. i don't know like fighting mommy wonderland i just (laughs) i don't know
0: college kids versus (laughs) mommy wonderland dude that should have been the name of the game
2: (laughs) yeah um there's like a real alice in wonderland vibe and there's one part where she like has her her boot above some guy's face and so um
0: yeah, there's a couple scenes with her that uh this is like the first uh villain in the game but uh uh she's like stomping on dudes and i'm like you understand there's a whole generation that fucking this is gonna be porn for dude they fucking yeah. love it
2: <laughs> mommy wonderland dude yeah um yeah the dialogue i also felt like wasn't that good in and of itself they do this like it's kind of a pet peeve of mine but they do this like forward slash like within the dialogue which is doesn't feel like a natural way that you would talk it's like text-based but also like it's supposed to be dialogue i don't know maybe that's just like a nitpick but i didn't like what do
0: you you mean like the spoken dialogue or the way it's written
2: the way that it's written okay um but it's dialogue like you wouldn't use Mm. a like a forward slash doesn't apply in dialogue but it's like within the written dialogue that it's showing you gotcha um and that's just kind of a a nitpicky like pet peeve of mine that i really hated um all the characters looked weird um you had like n- nerdy college boy whose like eyes were too far apart and like i don't know um <laughs> i like the cat so so you're not a fan of the visual cool. aesthetic no okay um yeah i just don't um i felt like maybe i wasn't the audience for this mm-hmm. game um I liked it. I know that I have like a lot of criticisms about it, um, and I didn't love my experience really. But um, you know, it was fine enough. There wasn't any like, like I wouldn't say that it was a bad game. I just didn't really enjoy it.
0: Yeah. No, I mean that's fine. We uh, we, we need more uh, you know, critical views on games sometimes <laughs> on the channel because fucking me and Chevy are just too understanding about things. Like, well, they tried. Um, I I do agree uh, about the. The dialogue being uh, bloated to explain basic concepts, but this is something I run into in a lot of uh, a lot of anime and uh, Japanese games in general. Not all of them, but sometimes, like you know, they're fucking. They're like, man, that really sucks that the store down the road's closed. Yeah, I used to go there all the time. Yeah, I can't believe they're closed. Well, what are we gonna do if they're closed? How are we gonna get the items? <laughs> you mean there's ways we can get items from a place that's closed? Yeah, if they're closed, we could we could find another way to do it. What about a delivery service? A delivery service? What is that? Well, delivery service is where people bring things to your door. You mean that they'll come to your door and bring you a box? Yeah, not only a box, but a box with the things that you ordered inside it. The Things I ordered will be in the box. Yeah, they will be in the box. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Okay, dude, come on. Fucking let's. No one talks like this. Yeah. But uh, so I, I do agree with that. Um, but I, I guess, and not to say you didn't uh, grow up possibly watching anime, but I grew up watching anime. And so like, it's just kind of like normal for me to read or listen to dialogue like that sometimes. So I just like, I'm not a fan of it, but I will just kind of accept it and get through it. Um, so yeah. I do agree the the dialogue can be in this game pretty egregiously bloated and it was the same in percent of five as well, but um, Luckily a lot of the other things in the game. I I do like so it's worth the uh, the the waiting through the the heavy dialogue um, Sometimes
2: yeah, and just to s- to add that like I there are some animes that I I, I really like um, Not a huge animation Um but there are some that I really love um, and it is something from that is, you know, I have experienced in animes as well that I mm. disliked. Um,
0: yeah.
2: So, yeah, the, the like I said, I, I think I kind of mentioned, but like it's got a real anime vibe to it.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
2: It just felt. It's like I don't mind like even just repetitive dialogue, but just feels so basic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. No? Uh, Chevy, how about you tell us your impressions of the game?
1: Okay, um, so it's gonna be hard for me to talk about the story or even the dialogue. I skipped literally all of it. Um, so, um, I do know that coming from Persona 5, the dialogue, uh, especially in the beginning of the game, is very much like you were saying. Um, so I, I, it makes sense to me that it would happen again. Uh, for some reason, uh, at least in Persona 5, to use that as an example. Again, it is a very slow-starting game, and then once it gets its stride, becomes a much better game in that regard. Yeah, the um,
0: tutorial Persona 5 is five hours, dude.
1: It's very long, for sure. So it makes sense to me, um, it, it, especially, like, let's say, I don't know if it is the same writing team or not. Like I said, I was kind of um, going into this game pretty darn blind, so... Um,
0: I would say about as blind as we can fucking be, dude. We, we went into this game yeah. not knowing what kind of game it was.
1: Yeah, for sure. So it's hard for me to comment on on in that regard. Um. So the, the points I will bring up is uh, visual style-wise, it looks exactly like Persona 5, which I really appreciate, especially mm-hmm. with it being a completely different type of game. Yeah, I was honestly um, impressed by holds, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it holds true you know, music and visual style-wise, which I really appreciate. Music is one of the best parts of Persona 5. I love the soundtrack to that game, and I love that they carried that forward. Um, They did a really good job with the anime cutscenes. They look spot on from the game. I I honestly wonder if it's the same people um, did them, or if if it is a different... um, Not producer, uh, dev, if they just... I I assume they got the resources from... I
0: swear they got the the assets of Persona 5, and they just built... um, the game from there.
1: Yeah. Um, so I like that. Um, all the characters still have the same style they had in the previous game. Um, they are very character. They are very much characters. So um,
0: except for nobody says know. looking cool, Joker.
1: I was so used yeah. to that in the first game. Um, it's definitely, you, you look at them and they're supposed to immediately, you, you know, what kind of personality they're going to have, mm-hmm. except, you know um, the one thing I think, and I didn't get to see in this game, but in Persona Five, that did really well. Is the lo- because you spend time with these people, you do eventually get past that initial part, and you get to learn more about them, um, which obviously gets lost in translation when you go into this game if you don't come from the first game, because um, the game assumes you played the last one. Mm. So, um, so I was actually glad to hear when when Sarah said that you she didn't feel lost, because that would be a concern um because you can't assume that everyone playing this game had played the prior one so i'm gonna give them a little bit of credit in that regard um, from the little again, bit that i did I take from the story it seems as though they them.
0: do start making their own story but back referencing a lot of the events that happened in the first game but not necessarily mm-hmm. maybe later in the game it changes but it doesn't seem like they're really continuing an arc it's like a new season like like kind of like you were saying like fifth season of an anime it seems like season two yeah of an anime
1: yeah for sure um and then, you know, the stuff I did get to experience, it was nice revisiting locations. They are exactly the same, which is great. You could still, like, do all the the, the same little... Um, uh, I don't know if you can actually go into the places, but, like, an example is one of the things I did a lot in Persona 5 was there's a uh, laundromat across from the, the cafe, and next to it is a, a bathing area. And I, I went to go use it, and they had... You know comments on on not being able to use it in that moment type of deal but like still making references to that location it was neat being able to still have that connection between yeah. two games so uh i like that a lot even the laundromat being able to go inside of it and stuff
0: uh yeah, and this you mostly just walk up to a store and it works as a vendor
1: mm-hmm. um yeah, I didn't expect it to be Persona 5, but it was yeah. neat to be able to even like, click on that stuff still.
0: It's so. more Persona 5 than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a dinosaur um, game where it, throw you, it throws you in a field and you start hitting fucking thousands of people.
1: Right. And then, yeah, so to, to go on to that point, um, it is very dialogue-heavy. Persona 5 was very dialogue-heavy. So I, um, it's par for course. You're either going to love it or hate it. Mm. Um, and then... Combat is 100% a, a, a musu game, and that's another you're going to love it or hate it type of thing. I'm a fan of that kind of stuff, but I completely understand that it is simple and mindless, and not everyone wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people want a more... I, I guess Yakuza is actually a good example, because that's that's another game that has a similar style, but is more precise in your movements. Like you can't just like necessarily spam, you because people will kick your ass if you're not paying somewhat attention Mm -hmm. versus in musu games you can usually just act like a little more so
0: yeah though this is like the most um in-depth uh combat system i've played in a musu game because it does have rpg elements
1: where you can pause and and decide and cast spells and stuff like that yeah yeah no and i and i appreciate that kind of stuff um i get to play it very deep so it's hard for me to have a strong opinion mm-hmm. but from a nostalgic stand- standpoint it's there um i wish i had the ability to talk about the story but i did not beat persona 5 and i'm like pretty much at the end of it i should just sit down and beat it at this point uh yeah overall i had a pretty okay time i think i i uh, i would have enjoyed it a lot more had i Finished Persona Five and allowed myself to just play this game.
0: Yeah. But, Do you uh, plan on continuing if you beat Persona Five?
1: Assuming I beat Persona Five, I would love to visit this game again. Yes. Yeah. But um, hearing you know Sarah's perspective of the dialogue in the beginning, I'm not looking forward to a long tutorial again because that is something I don't like about Persona Five.
0: So. Yeah. Agreed. Anything else? All right, uh, I'll try and keep this brief. Uh, where do we even start? Yeah, so like I said already, uh, I, I skipped a lot of the story. I read a little bit of it just to kind of get like an idea of where the setting is, but I didn't want the details. Um, I only played it for a couple hours because um, this is a game that I intend on playing once I've beat Persona 5 um, because it is a continuation. Um, I feel like I'm not uh, giving it its... Uh, it's do justice uh, by playing it now if I don't finish the first game. Uh, the things I like about it, um, I'm actually really impressed with uh, Omega Force and whoever helped develop this, I assume, uh, and how much that they made a legitimate Persona 5 sequel. This isn't just like uh, take characters from um, Persona 5 and and let them be characters that you play as. It's continuing the story. It's uh, the exact same in every um uh stylistic way it's got the same uh like character models the same locations um same music same atmosphere it literally feels like a continuation it's a little limited in what it offers you to be able to do because it's not a jrpg anymore it's a uh, action uh rpg um but it's still really cool it feels like a legitimate continuation uh when i found that out, i was like oh shit i gotta beat percent of five because i want to play this and i can't yet um the dialogue uh can be exhausting in my opinion um because it can run long and be repetitive um that might be a loss in translation that could be uh just you know um not lazy writing but uh not very accurate writing i guess uh i don't know um but it is a barrier that i experienced in persona 5 as well so um i agree with that uh combat i actually like but like chevy said musu games are take it or leave it um and i wouldn't even say to that point because someone could like dynasty warriors and not like this still because it's not the exact same but it's similar it is it's nothing revolutionary but if you're a fan of dynasty warriors and a fan of persona 5 it's actually kind of neat because it mixes both in a very interesting way i didn't expect i do like that when you're in combat you are uh fighting pockets of enemies like you would in dynasty warriors but you're running into them the same as you would run into enemies in a jrpg there's like patrolling enemies walking around there's enemies just hanging out uh and then when you run up to them you can either sneak attack them to get the edge like people are used to in jrpgs or if you just run into them you have to fight them and they normally spawn a group of people and then you get the dynasty warriors experience um in that you are button mashing doing light and heavy attacks uh you are able to switch out in your party you have a party like in a jrpg be able to switch those characters uh and play them with their different moves similar to generals in a dynasty warriors game um and then you are able to cast your personas uh, essentially as a move they come out like a spell and just do pretty much a bunch of damage essentially like doing your musu attack in um in dynasty warriors but in this you get a little more um Uh, you get to put a little bit more of your flair on it, where you collect personas and you're able to merge them and create new personas and upgrade personas and carry over, uh, elemental attacks from one persona to another persona, um, to kind of put, like I said, more of your, uh, essence on the combat, which I definitely, um, like the stealth is, um, a waste of my time. Um, I do it when it's beneficial, but it's not fun. Um. But it does fit the theme um, in a JRPG. It didn't bother me so much because a JRPG is not trying to be a stealth game. That's more of just like a visual aesthetic of like you are sneaking, but this is more of a story game and more of a numbers game. It's a JRPG. Uh, whereas in this, it is more of an action game, and so the stealth does not enhance the action. Uh, I would rather just be hitting groups of people and killing them in flashy, cool ways, um, and not hanging out on um, you know, I'll, I'll light pole waiting to jump on a guy um it does have an interesting system of doing the social stuff you do in persona five and then going into i forgot the names of them um but uh in the the other world um those essentially being dungeons and you just go through them and fight everything and there's rewards and uh equipment you get that you can equip on your party and stuff like that i think it's a cool system although you do spend a lot of time just like in persona five doing a lot of the reading and talking uh, that's a lot of the gameplay uh, early on. But when you are doing the action stuff, I think it's fun. Um, and yeah, uh, everything about it feels authentic, though. I was really impressed by that. The story is told in a very cinematic way. It's uh, not something I am used to with Musu games. Um, I, I like the graphics. They look just like Persona 5. I am a fan of the style, even though it is ridiculous and goofy and i think the anime style is actually really nice to look at and very clean um voice that persona has a a good um anime style to it um throughout the games um the music is goofy but uh it was in persona 5 and i'm glad it makes its way into this game um it definitely feels like the you know a continuation of the game and uh, a lot of menus just like persona 5 um i'll just say that it's, it's a thing if you if you hate menus there's a lot of them here um yeah but overall i uh i, I came out of this much more impressed with the game than i thought i would be um but just uh held back by the limitations of me choosing not to indulge in the game as much as i could because of the situation of not beating percent five so my review here is probably gonna be well it's it could change once I actually play this game the way it's supposed to be played. But overall, um, I liked it and would like to play it later uh, under the right circumstances. Yeah. I went long on that one. I had a lot to say on it too um so let's jump into recommendations i'll just throw some out there if you liked persona 5 you probably played this you probably knew it was a continuation of it because you're an informed person and i'm not but uh you probably played it. if you didn't play it, you should play it it's a lot more like persona 5 than uh i thought it would be so even if you're not really into the musu games it does still bring a lot of that RPG element over and uh, feels like Persona 5. So uh, I would recommend it to you first and foremost. If you're into the Musu games and like JRPGs, check it out. If you like the Musu games, the Dynasty Warrior games, the, the fucking Zelda ones they made where you're just hacking and slashing constantly, you're not going to be doing that all the time in this. So uh, if you are a patient person or really like anime, You'll probably dig this, but yeah, if you just want to get in there hit shit, this ain't happening in this. Um, so It's a loose recommendation Uh, If you're an anime fan, I would definitely recommend this. It's an anime feels like you're watching an anime Um, If you like jrpgs and you're okay with action combat systems, I would definitely check this out It does feel like a jrpg in some ways um, in a lot of ways outside of the combat Um, And even that kind of has a jrpg feeling to it Uh, If you like the persona games check it out um If you like uh, like dialogue type games, you're doing a lot of reading, almost like a book, like you're reading uh, like those uh, A.I. Somnium file games like that. Visual novels, visual novels. Thank you. If you like stuff like that, you'll probably really dig this. And if you like social games, uh, social simulator type games, this isn't exactly like that, but it's have a little bit of that flair. You do have relationships that you enhance through it, just like in Persona Five, and so you'll probably dig that as well. If you want to be best friends with all the all the friendship people, uh, <laughs> friendship forever. Um, that's where I'll leave that for now. You guys, have anything to add? sarah's like no Do I? no one play it i no <laughs> never i never play um,
2: it i agree i would say t- to i just kind of second your recommendations um yeah. all the recommendations you made are things that i wouldn't like so <laughs> i don't and i didn't like this experience mm-hmm. really so um yeah i know it's it's for someone but it's just not for me
0: True, and you said you don't really have anything else to add to that chevy
1: I think I really can? I mean, it, you Ooh. pretty much have to loosely Pokemon. Yeah.
0: If you like collecting things and uh, leveling them up, and you know breeding them and shit, uh, this has a basic system like that.
1: Yeah, I mean the only other tie-in I'm gonna do throw in, I guess, and just because Persona is an offshoot of it, anyways. But Shin Megami Tensei, yeah. um, if you recently played the the Switch uh, versions that have come out, the you know the re remaster of three or um you know the, the i think it was five that just came out uh persona comes from that series so mm-hmm. um if you're into that uh loose recommendation
0: dude the fucking new one i've heard nothing but great things about yeah i need to pick it up i looked down like it looks fucking whatever but i was like it's really good i'm really enjoying it i'm like, to be really
1: hard too yeah
0: yeah i heard that Pure, uh, I was listening to like easy allies and like three of them like really
1: like it a lot, but one of them was talking about Percenta how like one of the bosses is too, really though. hard. What'd you say? So, so Persona Five gets pretty hard too, though. It, yeah. It's pretty unforgiving because you can't backtrack because it's calendar based. So you go forward constantly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. They definitely maintain the old uh, the old JRPG mentality of actually having challenging bosses and stuff, whereas some newer ones have just become like fun experiences for sure yeah no more recommendations i think i'm all recommended out if you like really shitty stealth mechanics and games (laughs) play this you'll love it um i
2: would say
1: like shit games in that category yeah i would say shitty dude i hate hate bad stealth in games you you i say you have a passion for stealth games. i love stealth
0: dude uh, even playing rainbow six extraction which is like the most okay game ever um has stealth in it i'm like it works you can actually sneak up on things that's cool um yeah so let's jump into grades i feel like we should hear sarah's grade first to set the tone
2: (laughs) okay um i would give this game a c minus
0: ha damn Um, fuck this game
2: (laughs) I you know I really like RPGs mm-hmm. JRPGs usually but I feel like this does all the things I don't like about JRPGs like more and then it also adds in other things I don't like like the combat I feel like the combat was unintuitive and basic Mm -hmm. And I didn't find it rewarding. And it's kind of like I felt like I kept playing it to kind of get to something that I liked. And I put several hours into the game and I never found anything that I liked. Some of the stuff I liked in the beginning, I liked less by the end of my experience. So I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, know that's the worst thing in jrpgs because there's typically so well this isn't a jrpg but in a jrpg typically i hate like playing it and i'm like kind of like and i'm not loving it i'm like oh, i might get to something really good yeah. and then you beat the game and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> that was it huh i sort of kind of felt like with tales of rise but um i still haven't completely i'm on the last part of the game i need to beat it but i've been waiting for it to just turn into something i love and i'm like it's all right yeah I, so yeah, I get it. it. By
2: the end of my experience, I kind of felt like I was like watching a bad movie. Like, you know, you just sort of keep watching it because it starts to get funny. Yeah. That's kind of like the experience I had with this game.
0: Yeah. That's fair. You said something in Chevy?
1: I was just going to say that when you brought up the the progression in JRPGs, you, you, you kind of do get one of two things. Either you are waiting for features to unlock because the other type of jrpg does that a lot mm-hmm. uh you know as an example like your nino kuni or even persona 5 yeah or like the longer you get into it the more stuff keeps unlocking uh or dragon quest it's a good example as well mm-hmm. um or you run into something where it just kind of gives you some stuff and then just carries on so
0: yeah sometimes uh, you're just playing a bland ass jrpg and sometimes you got <laughs> a secret fucking treat coming
1: yeah yeah it's it's tricky because you have to put the time in to even figure that out so
0: yeah all right so c minus yep very very fair and critical uh review i appreciate that um without just shitting on it um i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a b a light b um i almost want to give it a b minus but i'm actually really impressed with how much uh omega force brought Persona five into a game like theirs and the amount of features they put into a game like theirs. Um, it does feel like a sequel. It's pretty neat. Um, I can't really go higher cause like I'm not investing in it. I can't, but what they're doing, I think is pretty neat. Um, what I've played so far is a lot of dialogue so far, but I feel like it will open up eventually like persona five. Um, so I do, I, mostly, I just appreciate the effort. It seems like a legitimate game. Um, that uh it should be um it's a lot more than i expected so uh yeah a very very light b um it's it's cool and i really would like to invest in it more once i can chevy you
1: yeah, i'm pretty much going to echo what you said um i'm going to give it a b and i do need to put it out there again that this is a review based off a first impression of a game i couldn't commit to so mm-hmm. um I feel like had I beaten Persona Five and I had been able to just like play this game normally, uh, I might have went a little higher. I might have went a little lower. Who knows? Maybe the dialogue's garbage. I don't. I yeah. don't. I didn't get to experience it. So, um, but I do think as a connecting point from one game to another, it feels like Persona while also being a different game, and I think it deserves credit for that. So happy.
0: yeah, I agree, hundred percent. All right, Uh, well, that is everything. Unless you guys have anything else to say on anything ever in the existence of everything? No? Okay, well, let us know in the comments. What did you guys think of Persona 5 Strikers? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, Did you play Persona 5 when you played it? Um, did you finish Persona 5 and you feel like it does feel like a genuine sequel or are you disappointed in the direction they went with it Um, what do you think about the combat what do you think about the Persona system what do you think about uh, how it's trying to mimic a lot of the systems from uh, Persona 5 and uh, yeah let me know everything you think about in the comments below but that's going to do it for this episode of Plus Club Uh, as always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode make sure to check out our other episodes check us out on our Soul and our streams links down below if you're going to be on more regularly we might have to throw you on that list and uh yeah we have a discord you can talk to us anytime all the time on there uh we are on uh spotify itunes and other podcast platforms i said that backwards and now my brain is pissed uh if you'd like to listen to us anywhere we're on all the podcast uh platforms so check us out there if you know you're you're driving prefer just listen um And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, and sharing, and subscribing, uh, especially if you're brand new. Reminder that uh, we did a TLG Reacts for Halo, so the Halo series, so check that out. And we have uh, Game of the Month coming out soon where we'll we'll be discussing uh, Icarus First Cohort, so come back for that. If it's delayed, um, my birthday is tomorrow, so that's my excuse. but we'll try and get that out ASAP because we got to pick a game of the month for February. Um, I've been Seth. Thank you, Sarah, for joining me and having this discussion. Did you have fun t- reviewing these games? Yep. Sick. That's what I like to hear. Chevy, thank you for joining me and being in the box. And yeah, oh, that's okay. good.
1: Huh? It's comfortable here. It's fine.
0: Yeah. You always <laughs> look much more comfortable in there than in this fucking <laughs> cold, dark room I, I bring you into. So he's like, it's my bedroom, dude. I fucking just chill. Yeah. So probably doesn't have pants on. Dude doesn't fucking need them. Well, we could have not. We could not have pants we on too. Em. They don't fucking know. Never um, know. You'll
1: never know. Yeah.
0: But till the next episode, uh, watch the Halo thing. Watch Game of the Month. And uh, have a good one, guys. And take it easy.